You are listening to Vital Signs, a podcast for Sentara providers. Welcome to episode two of the wellness series. In today's episode, we are joined by Dr. Sherry Marshall, family practice physician. Before we turn things over to Dr. Marshall, let's go over some important CME announcements. This episode has been accredited for AMA PRA Category 1 credits. For detailed accreditation and designation information, along with disclosure information, please visit the show notes. This information can also be found on our website, www.sentera.com forward slash physician education, as well as always reaching us by email at physicianeducation at sentera.com. Now here's Dr. Marshall. The secret to increase energy is to address stress. Hi, I'm Dr. Sherry Marshall, a family practice physician. Oh, do you ever feel an ache in your neck, your shoulders? Do you feel tired? That may be stress. We all have stress. In the next few minutes, I will guide you to explore the sources of your stress. Set easy goals to ease the stress so you can transform your stress to an abundance of energy. Stress has been called the health epidemic of the 21st century by the World Health Organization. Let's review the different types of stress. Stress can be good or bad. Good stress, called eustress, can give us energy, such as planning a vacation can be exciting. Bad stress, called distress, can drain us of energy. Generally recognized stressors in this category include illness or death in the family. Stress can also be divided into acute and chronic stress. According to research by Dr. Ferdows Debar, Associate Professor of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences and Director of Research at the Stanford Center on Stress and Health, acute or short-term stress can have protective and beneficial effects. We have shown that when short-term stress is coupled with immune activation, the immune response is enhanced. However, chronic stress has been associated with increased biological aging, suppression or abnormal regulation of immune function, impairment of brain structures and function, increased susceptibility to some types of infection, and worsening of conditions like depression, heart disease, and some types of cancer. Stress in this podcast refers to bad and chronic stress. I like analogies. And if you think of your energy being contained uh, in your a bucket, a full bucket represents plenty of energy. Stress can be visualized as holes in the bucket. Stress drains our energy level. There can be small holes and big holes. The more holes or stress that you're dealing with, the harder it is to keep your bucket full of energy. I'd like for us to do an energy level exercise based on how you are spending your time and to quantify your current energy level. This exercise inspired me to make changes and I hope it inspires you too. Please get a pen, a piece of paper and a calculator for this exercise. On the paper number lines one through 20, skip a few lines and write goal number one and goal number two. Good news, no sweating is necessary for this exercise to be effective. It is adapted from a webinar by Kim DiAramo, doctor of osteopathy and founder of the American Institute of Mind-Body Medicine. 
If you're ready, let's take a minute and write down at least 20 activities that you spend your time doing. While you're doing that, I'll go through some suggestions. Activities may include work, exercise, shopping, laundry, cooking, cleaning, gardening, repairs, hobbies, mail, emails, TV, commuting, childcare, care of other household members, classes, homework, volunteering, video games, reading, personal care bathing, eating and drinking, dog walking, care of pets, time with family and friends. Include things that are seasonal, such as taxes, yard work, and holiday preparations. Now, next to each activity that you spend your time on, put a number from one to 10. One is if it is an unpleasant, hard, or annoying task. 10, if it brings you joy, is fun or relaxing. Just go with your gut feeling or first number that comes to mind. Don't think too hard about it. Take a few seconds to do that now. Next, add up all of the numbers and divide it by the number of the items that you listed. Hopefully around 20, you know, kind of give you a good sense of how you spend your time. This will give you an average number. This average takes the complex concept of quality of energy expended and simplifies it to a number that can be monitored. This number is a reflection of your energy rating of your life at this moment. It can range from one, which is having a lot of unpleasant, hard, annoying activities, to 10, which is joyful, fun, feeling kindness, love, compassion, and peace. A higher level of energy would be expected to be associated with greater wellness and health. Where would you like your number to be on the scale? If your number is lower than your goal, I encourage you to come up with two super simple goals as we go through some strategies on how to improve the energy you feel with your activities. These goals are based on treating yourself with kindness. Self-care increases the anti-stress hormone oxytocin, which lowers cortisol, blood pressure, and other stress responses. To help you find inspiration for your goals, I'd like to do a visualization exercise. Place your hands over your heart and take some slow, deep breaths. Close your eyes if you are comfortable or focus softly on an object in front of you. Imagine right now, if you could have the ultimate, ultimate dream for your health, what would that look like? Are you smiling? 
Would you have more energy? How would you spend your energy? Would you spend time in nature? Do you feel the sun or brisk wind on your cheeks? Are you looking at someone you love in a loving way? Would you take up playing the guitar, travel the world? Now, think about if you did nothing for five years. How do you feel if nothing changes? If things get worse? Let that feeling sink in. Does it motivate you to make some changes today? You may open your eyes. For goal number one, focus on the activities with the lowest numbers and pick one thing you would like to change to make your life easier, to either decrease the impact or the time that it takes to complete. I encourage you to pick a small, easy thing to change because it establishes success without a lot of effort. So strategy number one, as you go through each of your activities, ask yourself, could someone else do this? Does it have to be me? For example, would it help you to ask someone to help with washing the car, cleaning the house, help with yard work? The first time I did this exercise, I realized how much time I spend grocery shopping and how little joy I got from it, unless it was at a farmer's market. So I decided to switch to online shopping. Every place I already shop offered curbside pickup, typically free with a certain level of purchase. Now I have joy when I go to curbside pickup at BJ's on my way home from work because I feel so good about saving time, hassle, and money. A bonus, by saving time, I may now pursue something more enjoyable. Strategy two, this is for activities that are not easy to change. The next question to ask is, is there a way to shift my perception? According to Dr. Dabar from Stanford, the key difference between negative and positive sides of stress is how you perceive the stressful situation. If you perceive it as something within your capacity and that you have the ability to overcome it, the result will be a positive effect. However, if you perceive it as something outside your capacity and that you can't do anything about it, the result will be a negative effect. Although stress is normal and can't be completely avoided, the trick is to be able to regulate, monitor, and completely harness stress so that you are able to benefit from it rather than suffer from it. Making the effort to cut out as much chronic stress as possible, changing your perception of it is also key. If you change your perception of stress, it can indeed prevent an unhealthy stress crisis. An example of shifting perspective would be my perspective of giving this podcast. My initial reaction to doing a podcast scared me, as I am a natural introvert, a private person, and challenged with a fear of public speaking. It rated a three out of 10 on the unpleasant to joy scale. However, I shifted my perspective and now think this podcast is an exciting opportunity to help as many people as possible improve energy naturally. It rates a nine out of 10 activity now. Now I am excited for more opportunities to speak. Strategy three. Sometimes 
you still have to do an activity, but you can stack it with something enjoyable. For example, I have to drive to work and I enjoy it much more when I listen to audiobooks. If you haven't already, write down for goal number one, a super simple, easy way to make your life easier. This goal will take a low energy number and make it higher. For goal number two, write down one simple, easy, small thing you can do today to make your life more enjoyable. This goal adds a high number activity or increases something that you're doing a small amount to a larger amount. Pick one easy thing to increase energy and joy. So suggestions to consider. Would you like to improve a relationship? Connect with friends? Commit to sending a text to a relative or a friend to talk or meet. Maybe you're inspired to tell someone thank you or I love you. Do you want to start a new instrument or hobby? Then commit to signing up for a class. Do you want to travel? Decide when and put it on the calendar. Would you like more relaxation? Decide to take a bath or walk in nature. Need more sleep? Set a timer on when you want to start getting ready for bed. As I was walking my dog and thinking about preparing this podcast this morning, I thought, let me apply the message. How am I going to add joy to my day? I realized there is sun, the wind is light, and the temperature is moderate. Today is a perfect day to paddleboard, a 10 activity on my energy scale. So I took my board down to the bay. I had not gone far, and I saw the first dolphins of the season ahead of me. One swam within 12 feet of my paddleboard. He came out of the water as if curious to see what I was doing. As they jumped and played, it felt like a message for all of us. Have some fun. Life is beautiful. If you haven't already, write down your super simple goal number two to add joy to your day. A goal that is written down is so much more likely to happen. To increase the chance even more, tell someone what you are going to do. Telling someone provides accountability. I would love to hear what your goals are. Joe Polish, a consultant for multimillionaires, shares in his book, Life Gives to the Giver, about an interview with Terry Lonier and talked about the million-dollar racehorse. If you own a million-dollar racehorse, how would you treat it? You wouldn't shove fast food down its throat. You wouldn't cause it to have sleep deprivation. So you are that million dollar racehorse. If you treat yourself any other way, you are likely messing yourself up. End quote. (laughs) There's a proverb that says, those who have health have a thousand dreams. Those who do not have health have only one. I encourage you, do not ignore stress. Do not wait until fatigue and pain affect your health and energy. Take action today. Go do those two super easy things you identified to bring more energy to your life. If this exercise resonated with you, like any exercise, it becomes more powerful with repetition. When you have energy, it will increase your ripple effect. You will be better and more effective in all that you do. It will help your family, your friends, and your work. May your bucket of energy overflow. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. 
and be on the lookout for episode three of the wellness series. You've been listening to Sentara Healthcare's Vital Signs, a podcast for Sentara providers. As a reminder, read today's show notes for information about claiming your continuing education credits. Well, that's it for now, but we'll be back soon with another episode of Vital Signs, a podcast for Sentara providers. The podcast that provides evidence-based education programs for physicians and healthcare providers on the go.